0: To anyone tuned in, this is the Men, Church, Stuff podcast. It's the show where brothers-in-law DJ Cult and Brad Coleman talk about what it's like being Christian men in today's society. Having spent our entire lives immersed in church culture, we want to share our experiences with other men who are willing to listen. We'll talk life stuff, church stuff, man stuff, and, well, stuff stuff. Let's get to it. Greetings, Podcast Land. Welcome to the Men Church Stuff Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, DJ Culp. I'm here with my brother-in-law, Brad Coleman. Hey, Brad. How's it going, man?
1: Howdy, y'all. I'm still kicking.
0: (laughs) You're still kicking. Yes, you are. Brad and I, uh, so we're brothers-in-law. If you're new to the show, um, uh, and actually, Brad and I um, and our families got together today uh, in uh, Sykeston, Missouri. Had some lunch at Lambert. So, uh, Brad, this is our second time seeing each other today. It's always it's always a pleasure. I believe that your wife got hit in the face with a roll. Pretty, she did, dude. She, early she, on, yeah, she like we had been sitting down for just a few minutes. She got she got rocked in the face. Yeah. Ooh it was it was pretty it was pretty epic to be honest um yeah especially with uh it was a, it was certainly a new experience for me I think being uh being right next to um, our youngest who's just one sitting in a high chair and I realized um when you know when a person goes to throw rolls from across the room you kind of have to be like the defensive dad and uh, and like, and, and Shara said, uh, listeners, Shares my wife, Shara said like halfway through the meal. Okay. So when people are throwing rolls, nobody talk, because <laughs> we got to focus on where the rolls are going. And then the, then when they're done, she said, okay, everybody go back to the conversation.
1: Right, yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's right. That's <laughs> like a softball mitt next time. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. Yeah. Um, so today,
0: this is our fourth episode, and we are going Ooh. to discuss consumerism. We yeah, we haven't been canceled yet. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. If if woke culture, if woke culture, culture hasn't gotten rid of us yet, I think we're probably doing <laughs> fine. <laughs> All right. Um, no, today, Brad, we are going to discuss consumerism. And uh, so, Yay. podcast podcast listeners, um, we we certainly appreciate you guys chiming into uh the podcast where we are solving all the world's problems one problem at a time <laughs> right. um so brad now knowing, we're gonna solve consumerism now we're gonna solve <laughs> consumerism america is going to thank us for this what kind of disease is that <laughs> <laughs> know, right? yeah. yeah do i have it is it on me do you see it is it stuff- on me? stuffitis stuff itis <laughs> stuff itis so um Brad, I'm going to certainly gonna let you uh, kind of kind of uh, elucidate this um, to to our listeners throughout the episode. But knowing you and knowing uh, and knowing you and, and my sister um, on how you guys like to shop, I want to start out with one of the most epic questions that I've thought of yet. <laughs> are you ready for this? We're thrifters, by the way. Thrifters. <laughs> you are thrifters like crazy no. thrifters, like nutsy thrifters. Yeah. Brad? What annoys you most about going to Walmart?
1: <laughs> what annoys me most about going to Walmart? I will tell yeah. you, right? <laughs> I have to deal often with the rudest, like cashier. Yeah, right. I I, just, <laughs> I hate it. I hate it because they sh- they they make me wait on myself. <laughs> they do. I'm yeah. like, I don't like this guy. Like, he wasn't, he didn't have the training. <laughs> he, he scanned it twice. He scanned gotta get, it twice. I got to get somebody. Hey, hey, can you come over and help me? Because this cashier is an idiot.
0: Yeah.
1: It's me, by the way, just yeah. in case you haven't missed, you missed that and, podcast, Land. And, and, and out. and when There's you scan no it option. twice, I usually will go through, I, ah, so many times I've scanned it twice and then it won't, like, won't let me take it off. No, it will and not let you take it off. Trust me, scan it and bag it. Right, but, but what they do? You can't take that off. Man.
0: What they do for your convenience is they'll show you the, like the little video recap of you scanning it again, just to be sure that it's you scanning it. Oh, there's, that is me. Darn it! This is the training. <laughs> they, yeah, the they caught me. They caught me. They're, they're,
1: they're caught trying, me. trying right. to get that training in there. <laughs> so self checkouts for. And don't get me wrong. There's times when I love self checkout because. There's times when I just, I don't feel like people and, yeah, and I right. try to be nice in every interaction that I have. And so when I self-check out, you know, I try to be nice to that guy too <laughs> and just get in and get out. Uh, you, know, you know, I, let me tell you what I love about Walmart.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Tell me what I, you love about I love, Walmart. I love to people watch. Uh, and, yeah, it's a good and place to it's a dude. great place yeah it's a it's, great place to people watch yeah, yeah because you don't need you don't have to go to the zoo Just go to walmart <laughs> and and i'm sure i mean looking at me with my beard and sometimes the way I probably go to walmart i i am <laughs> saying that, that as a member who is uh who's an exhibit i, I i'm i'm sharing i'm I'm part of the exhibit with everyone else yeah i i know because i see sometimes (laughs) especially when little kids see me for the first time and by the way little kids like me but when they see me for the first time before (laughs) they've got a chance to to kind of who is this guy i mean i get this look like Oh my gosh! He's not going to eat me? Is he? I know you're 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 like uh, an intimidating Paul Paul Bunyan. You know, I mean, it's like
0: <laughs> you've you've got you you've got the the lumberjack kind of vibe going on.
1: <laughs> and I usually just laugh and I say, you know what? I I I do that same thing. I make that same look every morning when I get and when I look in the mirror. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, wow. oh, <laughs> oh, it's just me. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. So just have fun with it. But yeah, I mean, I, I love like people with their idiosyncrasies. One of my favorite types of people to see in Walmart
0: are the people that just don't care. They come to Walmart, they're in, they're in sandals and socks Mm -hmm. and, and, uh, um, sweatpants and like white t-shirts. And, and as I was thinking that I was like, (laughs) That's
1: Brad. DJ, were you? I was. I I'm. You're my favorite person at Walmart. Did you? I was like, did you see me last time I went to Walmart? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <I was like. laughs> well, Brad, the thing
0: that I hate the that I that annoys me the most, the thing that I hate most about going to Walmart, to be quite honest, is me. <laughs> and the reason it's me is because, okay, so first of all like it's sort of a two-parter and the reason it's a two-parter is because the first part hardly ever happens because of the second part okay so the first part of why i hate myself at walmart is because is like american consumerism having stuff makes you feel like there's this little person on your shoulder if you walk into walmart and think i can't find what i need i'm going to leave now there's the little person on your shoulder that's going are you sure you're you about walk to walk out of walk Walmart out. with yeah. nothing. Everyone's what are you, watching. Psychopath. You. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's right. Yeah. Right. You <laughs> wear whatever you want. Realize, you wear whatever you want. You realize come that in there. It, <laughs> if you walk out of Walmart, you want it's fine. nobody's gonna bat an eye. If, if you, you walk yeah, out right. without buying something, walk it, like <laughs> that guy is psychotic. Actually, I, I call I, the police. I, I'm, that's
0: <laughs> that's the thing. I'm wondering if like security are actually suspicious of you if <laughs> you are. walk out without anything. <laughs> I've got to have something.
1: That guy's too clean cut. Do you see that? <laughs> that's a Target guy. Those guys don't come yeah, here. That's right. Uh-uh. That's a uh-uh. Target guy. DJ, you're too upper class. You're too preppy. You can't go to
0: Walmart. Yeah. Go to Target. Sure. You ain't from around here, are you? <laughs> that's right. Uh, so the other the other part that that I hate about going to Walmart that is me is when I walk into Walmart and I think, okay, DJ. I have a list that just perchance I did I did remember to bring with me today there are four things on my list and as I'm looking for those four things I'm just like I'm just walking around thinking DJ you only need these four things and the and the items that are random and arbitrary are going I'm over here
1: no look DJ at, you're look wrong at me. they are not they are not random or that's, arbitrary. That's right. They are planned <laughs> to be there. That's Here's right. There's a reason that the milk is in the main back of like almost yeah. every Walmart I've ever been to. Yeah. You got yeah. You gotta have milk and eggs, right? You got to go that's get right. those. So you got to walk by everything. <laughs> like what I learned when I used to work for Walgreens was that mm-hmm. some of these companies, like we weren't allowed to move stuff around because companies would pay for that spot magazine oh, wow. companies would pay to be like top dollar to be the first magazine you see right you're, they're, you're more likely to be intrigued in that one than the one that you got to go looking for yeah. like it, it, there's look at the shelves where the kids eye levels are yes i remember and you, you and my dad tell. talking
0: about that they, yeah
1: they, they, yeah, they did this on purpose. Yeah, they like, did it on purpose for sure. They spent lots and lots of money. So to make sure that you spend lots and lots of money, so they get well, their money back. <laughs> it works.
0: It only totally yeah. works. Yeah. So Brad, today, like, I, I just love that, the idea of that question, because I I have a love-hate relationship and I don't want to, I don't want to like belabor this, but I have a love-hate relationship with Lowe's. I pretty much <laughs> have a hate, I have a hate relationship with Walmart, even though I know I'm going to end up there anyways. But
1: <laughs> it's like Lowe's we is Walmart, Walmart for your Walmart. house. You know, <laughs> we went to Walmart today before we made it home after we left you guys <laughs> to go to Walmart. Yeah.
0: Well, while we Let were in Sexton you. waiting I, around for you guys, actually, I actually asked Sherry, is there a Walmart around? <laughs> that's right.
1: Kill some time. Yes, exactly. I will right. tell you, though, this is the man Man church stuff podcast. Uh, we, we were out of dog food. So we had to feed the dogs. So, <laughs> so, I just ran in and got some dog food. I will tell you, I don't care how old you are. When you carry a forty-five pound bag of dog food on your shoulder, walking through Walmart, you just feel manly. It's there yeah, you're you're a man.
0: That, that's right. Uh, do you do it bazooka style? It's just, a friend of mine in college said, I, "Oh that yeah, like you're always over a new, over had, the top like of
1: the you, shoulder, you get the extra man part. Up, that's right, so over I'm making the shoulder sure I'm not grunting." making sure I'm standing (laughs) up straight. So, you know, (laughs) like this is easy. I could get two. Do you want me to carry your stuff too? Yeah, right. Your psyche is so interesting. I mean. (laughs) So, so what I, what I
0: really kind of wanted to get into today um, and, and listeners, I wanted you all to know it is not my intention at all to, to try to rail against the machine, right? Um, because there are a wrench in there. That's all yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, um, what I what I like to tell my students, um, if you're new to the show, I teach. Uh, I teach at a at a small Christian college, Union University in Jackson, Tennessee. And one of the things that I love telling my students, when we discuss things that you just can't change. Is if you've got an argument that you just, that you just need to get out. I mean, there's a tree out there's a tree outside that's totally willing to hear every word you have to say. And like if that's you right. if you run out of if you run out of steam, go get yourself a bite to eat, get a nap, come back. That tree's rip roaring ready to hear some more of what you got to say. Dude, dude, that's why you have
1: a dog. That's why you get <laughs> a dog. Right. That's why that's why Tabitha has the dog. And right. The dog will be happy about it. <laughs> yeah, right. dog's like you're talking to me. Thank this you. Is great. Thank you're you. awesome. You're right. All of your points are correct. Um,
0: that's right. So yeah my intention is to not try to to not try to fix consumerism i actually wanted to discuss um how how the how consumerism negatively has has affected the church and the home and how us as christians um have to actually fight against it not socially because again i mean there's nothing that's going to stop it i mean really um but how do we fight against it in, in internally? How do we fight how do we fight against it in our home? Um, and so um, Brad kind of opened this up here um, as a pastor in in your experience, both and, and maybe maybe even growing up too, um, but specifically through the lens of, 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 of being a vocational minister, um, how have you seen consumerism affect the church? We'll start there
1: and then we'll move into the home. So, well, that's a that's a dangerous question, DJ. Because I'm, you know, I am a pastor, not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. You are still currently oh, the a truth, pastor, right? The truth will hey, set right you now, free.
0: Right, right now the episode hasn't dropped yet,
1: so nobody knows. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. There's like a re- I'm seeing like a red dot <laughs> yeah, right. like on the side of my head. And <laughs> no, it's actually green. End. It's no, green. Um, yeah. yeah, so yeah. so consumerism. <laughs> So when I think, first, let me kind of, I guess, define what, what I would hear with that. When when sure, I yeah, go ahead. think of consumerism, it's the focus is on the consumer, the one who is uh, using goods or uh, the one who is being served. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think with consumerism in the church, the, the problem with that is that's backwards of the gospel because when we think of Jesus, right? Jesus said he came, the son of man came not to be served. So he didn't come to be a consumer. Right. But, but to serve. Right. Yeah. So that's our (laughs) model is, is how can we serve? Um, You know, famous quote, John F. Kennedy, Mm -hmm. right? Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. That's right. Yeah. Um, And and I think there's a lot of knowledge or wisdom in that. Uh, I think a lot of times the things that I hear from people, whether it's, you know, just around the church or because they left a church or whatever is. uh, They didn't like something. They didn't like the music. They didn't like the lights. Right they didn't like the pastor yeah i don't like him half the time so (laughs) yeah that dude's a loser you know just kidding but it but again it's all when you hear those things right or or here's man i might i might risk making some people mad here but that's okay you can turn off the podcast you don't have to finish that's it. right yeah yeah like, or you, fast like, forward it right yeah that's <laughs> right. You <don't> have to. <laughs> <laughs> and if it hurts if it's hitting home and it hurts maybe maybe it's not me <laughs> <laughs> i i despise when when i hear people say i'm mm. not being fed mm. because what i really want to ask them and maybe i should is are you a baby? Because babies get fed the way that you're talking. They get spoon fed. It's here's the airplane. Come on, let it go down the hatch. Uh, There's a difference between I'm not being fed and there's nothing to eat. And there's really nothing to eat. Not like the, not like my kids go, Hey, there's nothing to eat. There's plenty to eat. There's plenty to make something. That's right. You know, There's nothing on the table. The table's bare. No, no, no. And so if you're going to church and your pastor or your Sunday school teacher is preaching and teaching God's word, then don't tell me you're not getting fed. That's right. Because if you're not getting fed when the word of God is being preached and taught, then that's not a church problem. It's a you problem. Yeah. And, and I would you're, like to actually. You're the one that's not eating. And maybe and maybe part of that is what you mean is I, I'm not getting what I want to eat. I'm not right. I'm not getting the food that I want. And so uh, that's that's one of the big things, because I think it becomes part of that consumerism mentality. Yeah. I'm come to church. You feed me. That's that's not your your pastor's job i I had a pastor tell me this one time as a youth pastor he said brad your job as a pastor as a youth pastor or you know again going to be a senior pastor now your job is to set the table with what Mm -hmm. god has provided Mm -hmm. not to try to force it down people's throats not to try to sit and feed everybody i don't go to a big dinner party and i don't do fancy dinners you know, we know this, DJ. Unless I accidentally wander into one, because it's yeah, like, oh, that's very true. You and I have had that conversation before. That I'm very different than that, than you in that in that respect. But that's right. But even at <laughs> the fancy dinner, I don't expect the guy to come around who's, you know, putting stuff on my plate. I don't like open my mouth and go, ah, or can you yeah. cut this for me? That's right. Can, can you cut my can you cut my steak up? Yeah. This chicken, like. So, I think sometimes when we say I'm not being fed, what we're saying is I'm spiritually immature. Yeah. And And, and I I want to go somewhere where that's okay because I like being spoon fed. If, 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 get into your word. If I can can interject real quick here and and just kind of, and
0: just kind of add, no, 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 it's fine. And just kind of add in. I think somebody's tying a hangman's noose already. No, 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 no. I also like, (laughs) I think that, I think, no, I think you're exactly right. But I also think, so what is it? Uh, Proverbs 26, 26, is it tw- 26, 8, 22, 8 that says train up a child in the way he, he should he should uh, he should be and when he grows up, uh, when he when he gets old, he will not depart from it. Yep. Um I think to your point that you know if you are attending a church and the 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 word is being preached and you mm-hmm. say I'm not getting fed, yes, you are, even if it's bad preaching. And I think and I I'm not I certainly don't want right. the conversation to I don't I don't want the conversation to to be on you listen
1: to my sermons? <laughs>
0: yeah, right. <laughs> no. No, 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 Brad. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> but um, I certainly think that might be a, a good topic for another episode. But the idea, yeah. not your sermons, but but where I'm where <laughs> where I'm driving here. Um, but like if you are listening, you are being fed. Mm-hmm. And and at that point in time, like you know, he who has ears let him hear. He who, he who has eyes yeah. let him see. And if and, yeah. and and like to kind of extend the, the metaphor here, if you've got a tongue, let you taste. And and yeah. and and if you're if you're sitting there and you think, I know that that's what you're saying, but I don't think that's what scripture means. Now all of yeah. a sudden you're 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 assessing sort of the, you're assessing the authenticity, if you will, the spiritual integrity of what yeah. you're being fed. If you are saying, I'm not being fed at all, then you're not listening.
1: Well, right. And and I like what, I, I like your point, because if you're going to a, a church, there I say a church, but if you're going to somewhere where they're claiming to be a church and they are mishandling God's word, they are going against what God has said, the, they're not you know, you know, they're just uh, they're preaching heresy. Let's put it that yeah. way. And I'm not sure, picking you on go. anybody that's, right now. No, no, nobody in no, no. mind. No, just legit. They're they're not preaching God's word. They're they're giving you something else. Then you're getting fed because that's going in. Mm-hmm. And you know, my dad always said, "Garbage in, garbage out." You know, garbage I mean, in, garbage is, yeah. out. What 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 you're putting in is going to come out. And so, you're absolutely right. You you're getting fed something. Yeah. We're getting fed consumerism, all all the time. Here's here's the other thing. As I was thinking when you gave the topic, yeah, um, it's okay for us to like things. Mm-hmm. It's okay for us to like styles of music. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with if you really like the old stuff or you really like the new stuff or. Mm-hmm. That's okay. It's okay for us to like styles of preaching, right? There's 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 people that are much better orators than than, than I am. I'm glad God didn't call me to be Billy Graham. Mm. You know, there's 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 guys that have just the that voice that I gotta be careful I don't get envious of. I'm like, wow, I can listen to this guy all day. Alistair baig <laughs> mm-hmm. in his Scottish accent. <laughs> I could listen to that man pray for days. Yeah. Like you put me in a prayer meeting where, where somebody's going to be praying for a very long time. Please let it be him. Cause I can sit there and I can hang on to our father, <laughs> God. I thank you. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I, I don't speak like that. That's that's. I'm like, Hey dad, right. <laughs> what's going on? What's going on? Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I, I think it's okay for us to have those things that we like. Yeah. The problem is when we, Make that a spiritual thing, yeah. like liking that is, 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 is what's spiritual.
0: And, 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 and that actually, that hits on why I prefaced, um, after, after the Walmart conversation, that's actually why I prefaced what I did. Um, one of the things that has amazed me as, as I'll call myself a young parent, cause I am, you know, we've got three kids, um, six, three, and one. Um, and i've seen i've seen just this sense of give me give me in in them that i often find myself wondering where did that come from like how, how does that get there now the i think i think a very, very generic granted a very authentic <laughs> answer is the brokenness of of the human heart yes yeah. but there's like is there something in our social fabric that perhaps plays into that yeah. and you know, like one of the things that that um, I've even wondered and I've thought about as as I've grown into into being adult is, you know, how to where is it that I try to keep up with the Joneses and not realize it? Um, and so, for me, the definition of consumerism is not necessarily just buy more stuff because I think that's I think that's like the basic, um, the, the 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 very basic foundational definition of it. I think consumerism on a much deeper level, is the conditioning of our behavior to not just desire more, but to expect more. And mm-hmm. what American consumerism mm. does is it conditions us mm. to assume, yeah, to, and and like, and, and I want you to understand, Brad, you're exactly right with entitlement. The whole entitlement thing, the, the the entitlement conversation, I remember arising like when I was around maybe late high school, early college. I'm going to call bull crap. i I feel I've, i I think wholeheartedly that entitlement is is a natural part of sin nature, but is a natural part of the social fabric that is caused via sin nature. Um and listeners, I don't know where you necessarily stand on that, but but kind of kind of follow me, if you will, that. What consumerism is designed to do and how it sneaks into our subconscious is that it trains us to become malcontent. Consumerism is not reliant upon the now. Consumerism is reliant upon the next. Mm-hmm. And, and the way that we do that the, way that, the way that consumerism has kind of gotten us into, into that and, and this, this is, I think this is long before we, we, we experience life in the church. And I'll say, I'll say maybe even mature life in the church. Mm-hmm. I think, I think what consumerism causes us to do is expect what is the next thing that I'm going to get? Mm-hmm. What is the next thing uh, that I get to oh, do? Where oh, is the oh. next place I get to go? Soapbox. Soapbox, soap right. Yeah. No, I got and a soapbox. So- Oh, yeah, no, I have no doubt. Yeah. And and I'm trying to actually prevent myself from from like, you know, talking to the tree out in the yard to let, to let him know, let that tree know everything that I think about it. But yeah. the idea, though, is is if that's true and, and I love I love taking this 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 particular perspective that if that is true, that consumerism conditions us. Long before we, we experience a mature life in the church, when we do start to experience mature life in the church, I'm just going to say that it's no wonder that we want so badly to be fed because we don't even realize that it has sneaked into our lives in every other area to where when we go to church and we, we are we are beginning to possibly experience, this is not how you want things done. I don't like this message. This makes me. This makes me mad. This makes me uncomfortable, dude. I totally agree with that. I like you right now for about the next five seconds until Mm -hmm. until you say something else. Then I have to decide again. Like, the the idea is is that it it actually it it causes it causes this perpetual, Mm um, uh, uh, malcontentness in us. That when we read scripture, it it's almost like, but scripture doesn't make any sense. And when I say scripture doesn't make any sense, I'm not talking about you don't understand the words, or even maybe even the message, because because I have ex- I have personally experienced a tear in my in my life, a tear of the concept, the theory, if you will, of what a of what a passage says, what a passage means, scriptural passage. What does Jesus do? Versus the application, the practical yeah. application of what does this actually mean? For, for a lot of it, consumerism says, but that doesn't work in the life that we're living. Mm-hmm. This, this this has no place in, in our mm-hmm. social fabric because Jesus wants us to learn contentment in him.
1: Mm-hmm. So gummy bears will never fill you up, but you can eat enough gummy bears to make <laughs> yourself sick. That's true. Yeah. I may be speaking from experience. <laughs>
0: they won't Mine fill was- you up.
1: Mine was. I believe you wanting more (laughs) and more and more. That's what junk food does. That's what junk food does. Is it leaves you wanting more of that junk food, but it doesn't it doesn't satisfy. Yeah. Right. There's there's not I've I've never eaten enough gummy bears. Yeah. Like the the way that, that I love gummy bears, which I don't eat them anymore, by the way. But I've eaten enough apples because apples are are good. They've yeah. got sugar, but they've got fiber. And they tell my system, you're full. You're full, right. I've never, I've never got sick because I ate too many apples. Because God packaged them in this, this nice thing. And, yeah. and I say that because I think consumerism is, in a lot of ways, mental, emotional, spiritual junk food. Especially when it's in the church, it's spiritual junk food. Yeah. It makes us feel good at the moment. Right. But leaves us wanting more. Yeah. is not satisfying. It's it's lacking. Um,
0: So, well, well, Brad, how 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 do you feel that the church has adopted consumerism? And I think this is a really important point. And when I say the church has adopted it. So you kind of hit on you kind of hit on how consumerism affects the church member with Mm -hmm. I don't like I like I'm a drummer. And I have lived the worship mm-hmm. wars my whole life. Mm-hmm. And so the idea, like I've had plenty of those conversations of how how the drums don't belong in church, but yet they're yeah. the same people that that love to listen to them in any every other every other facet of right. life. But, anyways, um you kind of hit so, on from the from the, the perspective of the church member, but how has the church, like the institution itself, adopted mm-hmm. consumerism, whether whether it be um whether it be intentional or uh, or or
1: or not i i right. would so, so i so here's I would, my soapbox oh. and i think it starts to answer that question okay? okay i i don't know where historically we we started calling it church membership but i think we messed up right that's I have a gym membership. i have a gym membership which yeah and i have a gym membership it means i pay a due and then I get stuff. I get the use of the facility. I right. get a key fob that lets me use these things. So I have access. So when I'm thinking of membership with these things, it's, it's what does that do for me? So that's mm-hmm. the focus, right? So when I'm a member. Right. And so I, th- I think because that, that is the way it is in, in our culture, whether you're you know, a member of Amazon Prime, well, I get my two day shipping although not anymore all the time. sometimes it's not <laughs> um, or it's you know the videos I give i remember Netflix you know it's because right. I can go watch Netflix I'm a member of this, remember that it's it's all about not what I'm giving but about what I'm getting. And so I think with our psyche on some level that that gets tied in and so we go, hey, you need you mean you need to be a member of the church. And so what does their psyche do? Okay, so what do I get out of that membership? What do
0: I get out of that membership? Dude, that's a that's what a solid point. I've never thought about it from that perspective. I love
1: it. Because yeah. you're right. Well, and I, you're exactly well, and right. I, you know, I said I said this about being head of the household, and I and I'll, I'll tell you, I, I stole it from from Jeff Fulham, whom I served under for seven years. He was my mm-hmm. senior pastor. It's amazing. Shout out, Jeff. Uh, first, Shout out, yeah, Jeff. First, yeah. first Baptist, uh, Perrysburg. You're looking for a church in that area that, that preaches the gospel with a loving pastor. Jeff Fulham is amazing. Just an amazing man of God. And has, yeah, I, I go on a whole episode about that, but he'd be embarrassed. <laughs> so I'm not going to. Um, he said one day in a sermon, and it stuck in my heart. And mm-hmm. it has grown into just the fatherhood of, of what it looks like to be head of the household and all this. He said, church membership is not about special privilege. It's about special responsibility. Mm-hmm. And so when we get that in mind. When's the last time you heard somebody going to a, who went to a church who was looking for a church who said, you know what? I was really looking to see where we could serve, where God wanted us to to, to serve or, or connect or if there was a need that we could fill yeah you know is this where god is sending us which by the way that's what my number one thing if you're looking for a church is um pray about it absolutely are you praying about it because yeah. if you're not asking god if you're not proverbs 3 5 and 6 in it you know don't lean on your own understanding right.
0: <laughs> yeah
1: acknowledge god if you're not they saying god, god is this yeah. why you want to go to church that's right because god may want you to go to church at that big church that has the cool music they may want you to go to church at that little church that has very little people because hey they need you they do need, yeah because absolutely. church they membership should be about it's it's about serving god and serving each other yeah and sharing the gospel with each other and with those outside because right. i'm going to tell you we need to share the gospel with ourselves, probably daily. We need to remind ourselves of the gospel because you, you know what we're entitled to? Because outside of Christ, God says, He's we're all under sin, we've yes. all fallen short of His glory. Yeah, we've we, we've none of us have measured up, and the penalty of that, the wage of that, what we've earned for that is death. Yeah. Yeah, I think song about not just physical death but eternal death, and so but the gift of God's eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Jesus loves you and He wants you, and uh, that's the the gospel. But what we're entitled to is hell. That's, yeah, that's what we've. That's what we've yeah, dude, One
0: one of the things that that like I've always um I've always envisioned, and I and I know I, I know it'd be it'd be pretty radical for me to say. But I've always envisioned if I were to ever give like a commencement ceremony speech, like at a graduation mm. or something, my opening line would absolutely be, graduates, congratulations. None of you deserve this. <laughs> Every one of you have earned it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. like because again, yeah. like that, and that's, dude, that's exactly to your point. What does like consumerism mm-hmm. The way that, the way that, the way that at least, you know, our experience in Western culture has like, it, 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 weaves the interfabric of what do I deserve? Now, I also think that plays into what you were saying as a church member, which is, you know, if they're sitting, if if you're a church member and you're sitting there and you're just like, I'm not getting fed. You're not, you're not, you're not making me feel good about my faith. You're not making me feel good or, you know, whatever the, whatever the case is, Mm -hmm. if there's a complaint, um. What are like so? So, if there's a complaint, what do you feel like you are not getting that you deserve to get?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, I'm not suggesting that you can earn grace. So, don't like, don't, right. don't hear me saying that's, that's the opposite side of the coin. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, so my, my very first comment, um, in my profession, listeners, just kind of let you know what a little bit of what I do. Um, so I uh, I teach I teach uh, music um, music education to upcoming um, or or, or uh, up and coming um, future music educators that are going to teach in public and private private sectors that are teach that will teach band and choir and whatever. But I'm a, but I'm a band guy. I conduct I conduct our 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 concert band on campus. And when whenever I'm discussing with students about um, about note accuracy issues. Like The first thing that comes out of my mouth is this. Before you blame your instrument, blame yourself mm. because there, there could be something that's, that's occurring that you don't know about that if you say, well, my instrument is causing me to do this, I'm not saying you're wrong, but I'm also saying you haven't pointed the finger at yourself yet. And so I would encourage I would encourage us as church members. And I'm so I right. so you know you know I'm I'm a, I'm a deacon right. I'm not I'm not a vocational minister by any means. And so if if I'm if I'm hearing a message, and this has happened a ton in my life, but if I'm hearing a message where the Spirit is really kind of bearing down, and I think, dang it, he's right, this. This society that we're living in is a, is is a is a is a wicked community, and there are sinners all over the place, and they're all pagans. And I'm going to start throwing my throwing like this, and I'm going I'm just going to start punching the air and throwing a little temper tantrum about how how bad the world is. I haven't actually yet figured out why the spirit is convicting me, mm-hmm. and rather than looking there, I'm just looking at everything else. Where is where's the scapegoat? Right where where is my out? Where where is That's... it the the where I get to exit this? Um, I, where is it that I get to exit without a flaw?
1: And, and, and that is the human condition. I think you can trace that all the way back to the garden. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, so let me tell myself, and this was, if this was, well, goodness, several years ago, the kids were, it was probably seven or eight years ago Mm -hmm. when the kids were probably closer to your kid's age. And there's a, there's a country song that, that says, it talks about, oh, the more, the more I give my kids base, the more they get, the more they want. And I was really noticing that with my kids, this, mm-hmm. this entitlement, and it was bothering me. So I was praying about it because I, as I encourage others to do, I try to do, I, I pray about those things, and I'm praying about it. And, and when we pray, we need to talk to God, but we also need to listen. God will speak through his spirit. God will speak through his word and he will not contradict his word with his spirit, by the way. So if it's contradicting his word, it's somebody else's spirit, not God's. Um, and he'll speak through others and things like that. But it was one of those times when I felt like he, God did what you just said. He said, um, cause I'm pretty sure I was holding the phone, my phone at the time, I was talking to God and he's like, what's that you got in your hand? Is what I felt like the spirit said. At the time, it was the newest phone mm. because I was in a habit at that time of when as soon as I could upgrade. Yeah, dude. As soon and they, as I could and they upgrade, get you, man. I yeah. was I, I was getting that. The next and, one will cook breakfast for you. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I one. knew. Yeah, <laughs> but I, but I knew exactly what God was 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 saying. He was he pointed out in my heart. That I was seeing that entitlement in my kids, but I was ignoring that entitlement in my own life. Right. And wh- yeah. And I'm their example. I'm the yep. one training them. You know, I'm part of you know me and Tabby, and obviously there's the, the role of the church and stuff too in training up a child in the way they should go. But but as their father, they're looking at me. Yeah. So so why wouldn't they? Yeah.
0: Well, that goes I- out
1: and runs and gets that next big thing. So.
0: Um, listeners, I, I saw a meme. Um, this was probably a um, I don't know, probably two weeks ago. And Brad, what it said was like it was one of these, you know, it falls into it falls directly into the meme category where it's, you know, um how how quick and and how poignant can a uh, can a message be, and it still kind of have a little bit of humor. But I want you to understand there's so much honesty in this mm-hmm. that we as we as adults, We as mature human beings, not just men, we as mature mature human beings, men and women alike, have to consider the fact of what what this meme said. And it just simply simply said this. When I was a child, I didn't realize I was still watching my parents grow up. Yeah. And it's legit. And I think that, like, it's okay. First and foremost, everybody, it is okay. Consumerism, in my personal opinion, Brad – does not tell us that it's okay until we get the next thing and then it's okay but the problem is that consumerism again in my definition of it is that it's set up to condition us to always want the next thing so it's it is okay it's it's always. like it's always the next thing it will be okay one more time like your yeah. iPhone, whatever, whatever version you've got, your iPhone is awesome.
1: Trust me. It really is. Right. It can, I, I mean, I've it got, can do a ton I, of I'm stuff. I'm on 12. I think like 14's out now. So I think so. See, yeah. Yeah. I'm still doing a little and, better.
0: And I'm still I'm on the XR.
1: Better. Yeah. Seriously.
0: What I, what I, what I said sort of as a caveat last, last episode of like, I'm a dinosaur and I'm okay being a dinosaur. <laughs> like, but I mean, I've got the, I've got the XR and for, for anybody who's going, oh my gosh, dude, he's still got the XR. Yeah. That's because I don't care. But the but but like like there are moments in plenty of, of of years in my life where I probably care about other stuff that that you listener may not. So the idea here is that as we continue to grow up, how is it that right. we are that we are like? And this has to be like a very intentional thing because our society is honestly, if if we're trying to look at it through the lens of consumerism, our society is actually deliberately set up against us in the in the sense of if we are going to try to a experience contentment and then b um convey contentment we yeah. actually have to not be like our society wants us to be because now, it wants us to be dissatisfied it right? wants us to be dissatisfied because that's why we buy why would that's we right. buy it if no no that's this right. is what you need yeah now i will that's say this let's 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 do this real quick so um uh, m- listeners, my dad, when, when, when he exited the ministry, it's another story for another day, but when he exited the ministry, he, he got a, um, um, a salesman job at Sears when Sears was still open. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that he began to learn as a refrigerator salesman, um, and when he started selling TVs Mm -hmm. is that, um, and I'm trying to remember the, the exact term, but there is, there is a deliberate process that goes in when, when making products that, um, um, production requires that these particular, you know, appliances or products or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, electronic, tr- electronic devices break. They are going to obsolescence. Plan, they, they, thank you very much, Brad, for that. Yeah. Planned mm-hmm. obsolescence. They are absolutely going to break. Mm-hmm. And here's the, here's the thing. Okay. So if consumerism is against us, well, then this is why I said, you know, I prefaced it with, I'm not trying to fix consumerism because that means that that means that like you're essentially going to be a you know a squalor that lives in burlap clothing, you know, and, and you
1: know, which doesn't like, make you more spiritual. By the that way. does not make that you not make exactly more spiritual. Right. Yeah. yeah, not more spiritual right. if you. have less, and you're and not I know really that, and, if you have more. And I know why that like Rich Mullins
0: made his own clothing. I know that Rich Mullins made his own clothing, yeah. but that still doesn't make you like like the spiritual of Rich Mullins. But the idea is that why if, has
1: yeah,
0: yeah, if. If your TV breaks, Mm -hmm. get another one. Mm -hmm. But if your TV has not broken yet and you're like, but dude, I mean, there's a 90 inch over there. And Mm -hmm. I mean, listeners, if you guys, if any of you listeners are, are age 30 and more, you will remember how unbelievably expensive TVs were back in the day. So, I mean, like for a 90 inch TV to be like 600 bucks is dirt cheap comparatively. So if you're thinking, but I mean there's a 90 inch and I could get space for 90 inch, the idea here is, I mean, is that is that right there a moment of consumerism? Is that is that a moment of of the malcontentment rearing up his face? And understand, I am not here to tell you the answer to that is yes. Because my my idea that I'm trying to drive at is simply where do you stand on that and are you able to still convey contentment? because let's do it this way like let's just let's just say let's just play pretend here Brad, and say that um and say that you're maybe like a campus minister I don't know I'm just I'm throwing throwing something off the top of my head you're a campus minister and you you have four times a semester you have college students over and you want to give them maybe a music uh, a movie night or you're gonna watch the Super Bowl or World Series you know th- those kind of things I mean, it's a it's a hit thing to watch something like that, that that where the faces on the on the screen are actually larger than they really are. So, I mean, like, that's cool. Right. But I mean, like, is that that can that can be a legitimate ministry opportunity. And if that's and if that's if that's your outlet, I mean, who's to say who's to tell you? No, no, no. You can't go do that. that, that so to understand that's not the conversation that we're having here. Conversation we're having here is what is it in us? that we have or have not identified is actually a product of the conditioning that we have experienced as, as American citizens.
1: Well, and I think we've, for for me, it it comes down to discontentment and entitlement. Those, those things, this is what I deserve. So you should give me, right. You know, um, I, I'm 16, you owe me a car. You know, I, I, I'm 18. You owe me a high school diploma. You know, you owe me a college education. Uh, I got my college education. You you owe me a job. Uh, You know, I I did this. You owe me. You owe me. You owe me. Um, And I guess the the way I was raised is that you don't owe anybody anything and they don't owe you anything. It's exactly right. Except except, except for the things that that God has called to be to be a decent human being. And and elbow
0: grease is nowhere to be found in
1: consumerism. Consumerism no, doesn't, doesn't need elbow grease. And
0: one of the hardest yeah. lessons that I ever learned came from came from my percussion professor um in my in my undergraduate studies. And it was simply this. He said, DJ, you this is this is one of the hardest lessons that you're gonna have to learn, but you have to know that the world is going to continue on without you. Right. And and if you yeah. are in 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 and like as a career path, as a musician, if I'm not willing in if I'm not willing to like put in the work that was that is actually needed, the elbow grease, then I mean somebody else is going to get the job. So, well, dude, um, I, let's uh let's just go ahead and wrap that because um I think well, I think so, we're right so about here.
1: So right, but here, here's what I'm thinking. All okay, right? go ahead. I'm thinking I'm thinking we share a couple of these things on a little lighthearted hearted note. And we'll, okay, we we'll fit some I'm, I'm serious stuff. Yeah. Um so you know, we're going to a lighthouse note. Yeah, go ahead, well, Brad. I think I sent you these um supposedly these are actual <laughs> complaints. Yeah. Uh, received by this uh, vacation place and uh and some of them I think are just uh, just fantastic. Um here's here's one of my favorites. We we went on holiday to Spain and had a problem with the taxi drivers as they were all Spanish. <laughs> yeah. Yep uh, we here oh this is entitlement at its finest okay. we booked an excursion to a water park but no one told us we had to bring our own swimsuits and towels <laughs> we assumed it would be included in the price yeah now here's yeah, yeah Did reading, you? Re- what? reading what <laughs> reading that
0: reading off the same list here that you sent me <laughs> and I, when I, when Sarah read this i just like both of us just kind of flipped our hands up like are, are like is this real It took us nine hours to fly home from Jamaica to England, but it only took the Americans three. This seems unfair. (laughs) That's right. It's it's so unfair.
1: It's it's so unfair that they live closer to Jamaica. (laughs) Make this plane go faster or make theirs go slower. Like, we don't care. It doesn't have to take us three hours but it should take them nine
0: <laughs> i'm trying no. to remember i can see it in my head the concord yeah the concord that that yeah. was the french supersonic jet that you are asking for that was decommissioned years ago man so, so
1: there's nothing <laughs> like it this is one of my favorites the beach was too sandy <laughs> yeah. we had to clean everything when we returned our room the beach was too sandy that's one of those times when if, if you're this vacation place you're like mm, you should probably take that up with god <laughs> yeah that's right his beach <laughs> yeah. like
0: he, he does I'm that looking, i'm looking for a beach that doesn't have a ton of sand but doesn't have too much sand like where's yeah, the goldilocks beach. version of this we had to line up outside to catch the boat and there was no air conditioning
1: So, yeah sorry it's just, it's still, like, it's still I, I don't, it's still I, don't, I, don't, I, don't yeah, I don't i don't know it, I don't, it was just a couple more um
0: I was bitten by a mosquito. The brochure did not mention mosquitoes. Didn't
1: <laughs> yes, right. warn us. Didn't warn us. Mosquitoes. This is probably the saddest one. Probably when we were in Spain, there were too many Spanish people there. The receptionist spoke Spanish. The food was Spanish. No one told us there would be so many foreigners like you you're the foreigners you're the foreigner that's you're right you're the foreigners and i like oh. i'm like i oh, Bless no sir heart bless her heart like,
0: i'm gonna say this <laughs> i'm gonna say like this isn't a southern baptist podcast this isn't a methodist podcast this is our podcast brad it's a clean podcast it's a healthy yeah. podcast uh podcast so my fiance and i requested twin beds when we booked but instead we were placed in a room with a <laughs> yeah. king bed we now hold you, whoever you is here, responsible and want to be reimbursed for the fact that I became pregnant. This right. would not have
1: happened if you had put would us in happened. the room we booked. If you had a given us two separate beds, we'd have <laughs> stayed in right. them.
0: That's right. Yeah. And 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 if McDonald's had it's given me a coffee fault. that was too hot, it was it's like I'm just going to sue you. Ladies and gentlemen, yep. listeners, podcast land, we thank you so much for listening. Uh Brad, we're gonna wrap this episode up. We've uh we've yep. gone a decent amount of time, but man, I think that we've unpacked some really, really good stuff. And I I I'm I love doing this podcast with you, Brad. Yeah. I like I'm i I'm a person, listeners. Um, I have a I have a pretty big reputation of 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 being somebody who says says it like what essentially was just kind of no filters just blunt just comes out um, so much so that I didn't know that I had that problem until after I got married and Shara had to correct me for it <laughs> I had no idea there was a problem <laughs> so um, but I I love I love taking opportunities to say stuff like Brad, I just love doing this podcast podcast with you. Yeah. Um, and, dude, before before we go, I want you to know, and listeners, I want you all to, to know as well. Um, first and foremost, we we are so grateful that you guys um, enjoy enjoy our show. Um, our for me and Brad, our main prayers is just we want we want really men and women specifically. Um, I know it's some mentor stuff, but we really want um, everybody that's listening to know that you are not living life in isolation. Um, but having said that, Brad, dude, we're international, man. We've got listeners in Mexico. We've got listeners in, in uh, Belgium. And we've got listeners uh, in Angola, uh, Africa. So, um, guys, thank you so much. The yeah, I know, right? Thank you so much for, uh, for investing um, your time. Don't we worry. I won't let envied. it go through my head. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Um, but, uh, guys... This is a, this wraps up episode four, and we'll catch you next time.